0: Welcome to the Be Ruthless Show, where we have the conversations that other people don't, the conversations that other people won't. I'm your host, Sam Ruth, and I'm ready to make a lot of noise and disrupt things ruthlessly. Thanks for being here today. Now let's get to it. Welcome back to the Be Ruthless Show. I'm your host, Sam Ruth, and today we are joined by a very special guest, Kimberly Baca. She is a holistic health strategist helping high-performing women who want it all to finally reclaim time and freedom through an integrated and sustainable, healthy lifestyle, equipping them to fuel legacy success. She's an award-winning burned-out fashion designer turned holistic health strategist, a best-selling author, host of 365 Health podcast, and CEO of Legacy Holistic Health, a sustainable, progressive approach to whole health. She focuses on giving her talent, expertise, and personal experience with debilitating autoimmune illness to support women in taking back control of their health and life so that they model true success in every area of their life and avoid burnout. A leader in the rejuvenation health industry for over 20 years, trained in human behavior, productivity, and results by founders of personal development. By being trained by, interviewed, and uncovering modalities shared with her by the most successful healing masters in the world, Combined with personal experience and education as a specialist in autoimmune challenges, Kimberly teaches these unique success strategies exclusively to those seeking true, lasting health. Her company helps create a specific plan where we identify your health roadblocks and create a targeted, actionable, and easy way to make those changes according to your lifestyle, synergizing a holistic strategy that is easy to sustain. She helps make hard things for your health easy. Oh, my God. Don't we all want that?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Thank, Thank you, you for so for much. Having you. Me to today. I'm super, super excited to be able to share and give value for anybody struggling.
0: Yeah. And that is most of who I think my audience is that uh, we get caught in these traps of whatever life throws at us. And sometimes we don't make ourselves a priority and that makes it worse.
1: Yeah, when we set ourselves aside, we cannot be effective for anybody. So I think a lot of people think we just have I know I did you know I was blindsided I just thought oh I'm invincible I don't know something about women for sure we just think we're invincible we can just do it all and we can do it all forever but that really isn't true when I was um, diagnosed with an autoimmune illness of called fibromyalgia I was in my mid-20s and I was completely debilitated so I had an amazing life I had the, the career I had the the house, the husband, all by the age of 26. And then at the age of 27, it pretty much was all stripped away from me because I couldn't even walk anymore. So age doesn't even matter. So I'm in my twenties, like the prime of my life, like full of energy, full of healthy living. I was always healthy, always lived healthy. And people were just astonished. They couldn't even believe it. They're like, you? Like you're the healthiest person we know. How could this happen to you? Now, I wasn't a healthy eater at the time. I just I just didn't eat unhealthy things. Let's put it that way. I was not into fried foods or sugary foods. It just wasn't my thing. I didn't like those kind of things. But I wasn't a vegetarian or vegan at the time, which I became after when I realized the things that I was putting in my body were not contributing to my state of my body.
0: And I don't I I wish the world understood that connection so much more because doctors rush to prescribe medication or do all these things. When I had migraines, my doctor said immediately avoid gluten. And it that was the most success I'd ever had.
1: And gluten is really, really misunderstood. It, it truly isn't the gluten itself. What it is, is that the hybridized wheat that they have forced from the world, the entire world has been forced to um, grow and cultivate hybridized wheat. And the gluten in that hybridized wheat is what is causing havoc in our gut. Uh, it does, it kills the healthy flora, it causes leaky gut, and leaky gut causes other things that the, the toxins go into our bloodstream and causes all other havoc in our organs. And they begin to Turn on themselves, let's put it that way. And that's where autoimmune comes in and brain dysfunction, where the brain doesn't know how to communicate anymore with the body, and everything is out of sync.
0: So when when people are doing great, it's it's easier to meal prep on a Sunday and to pay attention to all of those things. But when people are struggling, ingredients and even cooking, sometimes are just not a priority. So that's the population I want to try and help here and let them know what can you do? Because nutrition makes a huge difference and can be the first step to the emotions improving.
1: You know, the thing is, is that I found nutrition last. And if I would have addressed that first, or even had a clue that that was something that was causing this toxic pain and a horrible response of my body, I would have been able to heal way faster. Now, as it was, I found it last and I actually became a certified living plant foods chef because I wanted to teach other people how easy it is to actually get these foods in your body without having to think about it so that it's automatic. And that's what I help people with now as part of my uh, strategic plan for people and helping them to integrate wherever they are to where they wanna be. And so some things that people really need to know is your brain doesn't function if you're in a negative state of emotion. The brain needs nutrients. The brain needs oxygen and the brain needs healthy emotions to be able to propel it forward to to be productive in thinking. So there's a few tips I wanted to share about how to get the brain moving In the right direction, when you're stuck, when you're fatigued, when you're overwhelmed, when you're depressed, when you're in a state of, you know, just what I call like immobility, where you you don't even know what to do. Yes. and uh, an example for me I, even though I went through the the autoimmune and healed all of that a couple years ago I was going through I thought it was losing my mind frankly I didn't know what was going on my daughter kept being sick we kept having you know like nasal drip and I was coughing constantly from the nasal drip no doctors could figure out what was going on and so what I ended up doing was, really digging deep. I am a researcher digging deep and finding what could possibly be causing these particular symptoms. And I actually discovered it was mold toxicity. Now mold toxicity, and many people that you address might even be struggling with that and not know it, or they might know it, but they don't know what to do about it. And mold toxicity can totally affect the brain and the ability for you to even know what to do when you get up in the morning. Like, okay, what's the first thing to do? The brain is almost like frozen. It doesn't have the capacity or the circuitry to figure out what to do. So people could be struggling with those type of things as well. And if somebody's struggling with autoimmune, the autoimmune uh, affects the physical body in such a way that the brain really doesn't know how to get out of that pain. So all it focuses on is pain, 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 pain. So there's many ways you could be, let's say stuck where your brain can't figure out right now or doesn't have the capacity. So there's really, really simple and easy things to do but you have to make a consistent effort and a consistent plan every day to force your brain into healthy action. So how do we do that? The first thing I want you to do is find what makes you laugh. Okay, laughter is absolutely the best medicine. There's been research shown that if you sit and you laugh and laugh and laugh for a period of time, it will stimulate endorphins. It will mute the pain, dull the pain, even get rid of the pain. Because the brain is in an active mode that is a healing emotion. Laughter is a healing effect for the body, all aspects of the body. So, you know, if you have to write jokes down, if you have to have a funny channel on that makes you laugh, find a time of your day when you think this is my time where I go down in the the lower dumps, or this is the time where I feel like I'm stuck and I'm overwhelmed or Uh, Oh, this is the time where I have the most pain, or this is the time where I'm the saddest when you're going through something really difficult and challenging, like a loss. And and you might go, oh, I can't laugh at those times, but you can, okay? Your body and your brain have the ability to do this. You just have to condition it, okay? So it's a matter of programming your language. Uh, We don't use the word can't in my house, okay? So I can do all things Through God who strengthens me is a a phrase I use. So if you believe in God, I would use something like that. And if you don't, say, I have all things within me now to do this, to, to make this happen. And program your brain over and over with these type of affirmations that are true because an affirmation only works when you believe it. Okay, and so you have to know within your body, within your brain, this is an amazing temple that you've been gifted with and everything is within you now to be able to do what you need to do. So I can breathe. I can laugh. Those are the two top things that you can do to absolutely jumpstart your brain into an effective, positive emotion. Laughing stimulates the breathing, right? Because you get more oxygen in. And then breathing, deep diaphragmic breath or counting to 10 deep breaths in, 10. Now go 10 whole breaths in, hold for 10. And then exhale slowly for five, four, three, two, one. Do that for three sessions, 30 total counts, 10 in, 10, hold, five out, 10 in, 10, hold, five out. So do that three times, and that will actually change your state. It changes your mood. It changes the circulation of the blood and the oxygen in your body. It actually invigorates and gives you energy. The third thing after breathing, laughing is first, breathing second, movement, okay? So when we're in any type of state of lethargy or um, discontent or depression or whatever, we're usually hunched over, we're usually slouching, or we're usually kind of laying down. We're not in a positive, brave, strong stance. So standing up will usually change that immediately or sitting up in your chair if you're debilitated and you actually can't stand or you're immobilized just getting a posture that's straight holding your 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 core structure in really doing that just changes your actual state. And then putting a smile on your face, okay? That's movement. There's over 300 something muscles in your face alone. So we wanna make sure they're actually empowering our body and by putting a smile on, even a little smirk if you have to, but moving the down frown to an up movement changes our whole body's response. A fourth thing you might not think about is if you have a partner, a husband, a wife, somebody that you love, make love, okay? Making love change your alkaline state in your body. When you change the alkalinity of your blood and your alkalinity of your body's response, your entire emotional state changes. Our body functions properly when it's in the right alkaline state. Negative emotions cause us to go into an acid state, which cause our body cells to response, and then they begin to attack. And that causes a flight or fight or flight response in our body, which stimulates a cortisol, which creates a an emergency response in our body, which causes our brain to go into overwhelm and to overload and then causes fat to store in our body for protecting our organs. So these are like just the key aspects of what happens when we have a cortisol response. So in order to negate that, neutralize it, Making love will alkalize our body immediately. Now, if you don't believe me, you can test it like I have tested it. You can get some pH strips, and this is a really simple test. You can urinate on the pH strip before making love, and then you can urinate on it after making love. And you will see, even an hour after, that the strip is completely alkaline. It is pretty amazing the effect of lovemaking. It is the same of just thinking about love, thinking about people that you love, thinking about magic moments that you've had with people, whether they're not here anymore or whatever. I want you to think about the love that you have for the people and the joy that they bring to you. So the fifth thing is do something that you love. Walk in nature, do an art, do a craft. There's things you haven't done for a long time. that You're like, I really miss doing those. I would love to do that again. Even the the, uh, actual act of thinking about doing the thing you love will bring your body into a, a healthy emotional response that stimulates good, healthy brain action. And then a six would be. Express yourself with gratitude for who you are, what you have now, just the simple act of being grateful for your eyes, if you're able to see your breath, that you're able to breathe, and that you don't need a ventilator, that you actually can walk out and breathe fresh air freely in our world right now, um, wherever you are, that is is going to be something that's a privilege for many people. The act of being able to have clean, pure water. We should be grateful for that. Super simple things that everybody can be grateful for. When we live in the state of gratitude, our body responds to more attraction of that higher vibration that surrounds us with love, abundance, um, healthy people, right? Loving people, giving people, generosity. When we live in that state, That doesn't mean you have to be there 24-7, but the moment you go into a negative aspect of thinking, being, or doing, or a pity party, or why is me, in any moment, it could be like, oh, why did that happen to me? Jump right out of that and go, you know what, what can I learn from this? There's a learning experience here. So what can I be grateful for in this moment, for this experience? Even if somebody's smashing your car, for instance, you know, what can I be grateful for? I'm grateful I actually have a car and I didn't have to get, you know, on the bus today or be smashed on the bus and then, you know, be stuck with all these people on the bus trying to figure out what to do. There's always a silver lining. So we want to be in that moment. And so the last tip is like living as if. Like as if you are with the person of your dreams. If you don't have those in your life, that person in your life right now, or that person left your life. And maybe if it was a death, maybe it was a loss due to a divorce or an unhealthy relationship. Maybe it was your choice that you decided this is something I need to move on from. Or maybe you're struggling because you're you're in an illness for a long period of time and you know you you haven't seen the light at the end of the tunnel putting yourself in the place of the desired who you want to be that space knowing who is that person how would that person be a current client of mine is like okay my desired healthy self is a person of elegance a person at 150 healthy pounds that's she's five foot three and saying I wanna feel this elegance as a youthful 70 something woman. And I wanna be that person. So in order to attract that vibration, you live as who would that person be right now? What would that person eat? What would that person say to themselves every day when they wake up? What would that person be doing when they wake up? What would that person be looking for in their kitchen opening the refrigerator or opening the pantry what would their pantry look like what would their refrigerator look like when they open it how would that make them feel what kind of emotions are you feeling as that healthy vibrant elated alive person and that is the key living as if not lying to yourself but seeing and visualizing that every single day keeping it top of mind and then living as if that person is you right now.
0: Those I love that so much. Uh, I'm part of the Jack Canfield family and he he has a come as you'll be party. So it's come as you will be in 5 years. And so in 2019, I made a stand up of Michael Phelps who also went to the University of Michigan like I did, the swim and I had this whole whole scenario, you know. And he is going to be a guest on this podcast now. So act as if It's like everybody was like she's walking around with like a life-size cardboard Michael Phelps but it's it it's fun if you allow yourself to get into it and go with it it can be fun and thinking about okay where will I be in that time frame and who will I be spending my time with
1: I agree and and it really works people can poo-poo it but then again Whoever's in that state of mind, I want, I encourage you and I want you to think of what is possible if you weren't being like that. If you were being the person that you, you dream you could be really just have a moment and dream about it and then say, if I had this burning desire, how could that be real and visualize yourself making it real and by visualizing it every single day, it will be real. And just, a very few short months ago, I was thinking, and I actually just said flippantly, "Wow, you know, it really would be great to have a lake house. And last month we closed on a lake house. Okay. So seriously, it was just something I just said out of the blue. And I was like, you know, I just, would that'd be really great to have a lake house. I didn't specify where, I didn't say anything about, I didn't figure out how, I just, I just said it pretty much has like a declaration of a wish, right? And so we are very powerful when we say things. So I also encourage you to make sure you're saying powerful words to yourself every day, whether you say them out loud or in your thoughts. thoughts or in just become things. And when we program our brain to only speak and think and execute on those powerful, encouraging, strong words, then that's who you become. So I really encourage everybody to use your words wisely and make sure they're always, always empowering words and thoughts. And these are not
0: necessarily simple, but things that you can implement right now on a walk, it, you're not asking us to do push-ups or sit-ups or any nutrition plan. This is stuff that we can implement right now and see how fun it can be. It might sound a little crazy to you, it, but if you're struggling, I was at a place where I would try anything. If, you know, doesn't matter how silly meditating sounded. If it would help me feel better, why not? So laughing, there's laughter yoga for anyone there who is. doesn't believe in
1: this. Yes, and You can even just pull it up and watch it and start laughing at the people doing the yoga. I mean, it doesn't matter what kind of laughter it is. It works, really. Um, but I would I would encourage it to be, you know, healthy, uh, positive, emotional laughter. We don't want to be laughing at other people's situations. We really want to be, um, you know, empowering ourselves and empowering thoughts about other people as well. Um, that, yeah, those are those are great ways for people to do that. And I really encourage you to uh, think about what you're putting into your body thought wise, but also nutrient wise, because when we put in the right nutrients, our brain will automatically begin thinking better. So if you want to begin an automatic program, you're going to need to be consistent at what you put in your mouth as well. And And so help people with that. Yeah, a few things that I do help people with, again, having a foundation in nutrient-rich foods is what I... Um, and, and my experience is and, and being a plant foods, live food chef, we focus on only putting in nutrients that bring high, dense nutrients into the body quickly uh, to bring in energy, to bring in clarity of focus and to bring in positivity so that the body knows how to receive the food and do what it needs in the other parts of the body to prevent them from getting into illness, really. And if they're already into illness, to expedite the healing. So a couple of things for that: as the top foods are, you wanna have brain food. Now some brain food is going to be omegas that you need to put into your body every day. If you're not consuming omegas consistently, you definitely need to make this immediately because the brain will respond very quickly to the nutrients. So one teaspoon of freshly ground flax a day is really a base foundation. That's the minimum you should be having every day. Flax seeds, you have to grind them fresh. Don't buy a pre-ground flax because it, it turns rancid. If you have to grind up a few, you can just keep it in the refrigerator for a few days. I do that, you can do that, and then just take it out and have a teaspoon, put it on a yogurt, put it in a smoothie, put it on your salad. It tastes really kind of nutty. It's really delicious. So um, if you wanna just eat the teaspoon, that's fine too. Put it on a little bit of almond butter. I don't recommend peanut butter. Peanuts can have a lot of aflatoxins which are mold containing from that. That would not contribute to a state of uh, brain that's already in a, a challenge state. So do, stay away from nuts that, that are peanuts or anything that has a, a thin layer Um, That could have a mycotoxin on it. So almonds are also a thin layer. But what you want to do with those is you soak them, it removes the aflatoxin or the mycotoxin that is naturally inherent on the almond. And when you soak it, then you rinse off the soak water and then you just eat the almonds like that. They're absolutely wonderful and delicious, super great for you. You get the protein, you get the, the good omega fats in it, and it's very satiating to people who have cravings. Another trick on that is if you have a sugar craving, just take a handful of those almonds with just a couple raisins. I'm not huge on increasing sugar for brain uh, challenges. But if you have sugar cravings, that means your body does need some sugar. I just want you to get healthy sugar. So just a couple raisins with a handful of nuts, and that will subside the craving. Very easy to do. If you are ha- a problem going shopping, uh, snack and shopping, I would always have nuts in your pocket with a couple raisins. You just eat those while you're grocery shopping. So you don't eat all the junk that is the snack and shop. That's a, that's a super hack right there. Uh, The next thing for you is smoothies are great but a lot of people do smoothies incorrectly and they put tons of fruit in it and then you're overwhelming the sugar load for your body and your brain does not do well with that. So what I really suggest is a handful of Alkalizing greens. The top one I would suggest would be kale. Now, some people don't like the the flavor of kale. Just put one leaf in to start. Get your body used to the flavor of it and mask it with berries. Berries can mask almost anything. So two to three fruits in a smoothie is the maximum. I would go as three. So I usually want you to start out with berries. Strawberries, but only organic. Um, Strawberries are highly pesticide and, and contain a lot of contaminants, so only organic for strawberries. Get them frozen at a Costco or someplace, they're going to be a lot less expensive. Or buy huge vats right now while they're in season where we're in the States. Uh, and then freeze them, you know, you can, if they're organic, you can put the whole green leaf, it doesn't matter, you can put the green leaf in your smoothie, as long as they're organic, and they're not from Mexico, sorry to say if they're from Mexico, the truth of the matter is that they, um, they don't tell the truth about the spraying there. My brother in law, our ex brother in law now, um, worked for the FDA and food services, and he knew that the, the foods coming in from Mexico were not actually Um, What they said they were. So don't get the strawberries from Mexico and think they're organic. Uh, So two to three berries, you can use an acai, you can use a blueberry, you can use a strawberry. That is a great combination. Acai has a high nutrient dense level, you can get a lot in there. I use a half a packet, you can get the sugar free acai and just use a half a packet for your smoothie. Liquid, I would just use water. You don't need extra calories, but if you want extra protein, you can use something called a ripple that's unsweetened and no sugar in it. Ripple is a pea protein. It'll give you extra eight grams of protein. And I use for 20 years, I've been using a protein powder, which is a, um, a water washed soy organic. It's all clean and it's from juice plus. I've been using that for 20 years and I love it. My daughter loves it. That will give you an extra 10 grams of protein, but also all the good things that your probiot- your 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 good bacteria need, which is pre and probiotic. So that helps as well with the gut health and the brain health. And then um, just use the water. If you wanna just use water for less calories, blend that up if you wanna put ice in it. And really it's super great. You can put your teaspoon of your flax seed that's ground up in it. Don't put the whole flax. The whole flax is great if you wanna sloughing off of your digestive tract, but you will not be able to absorb the omegas out of it unless it's ground. So those are the quick and easies on how to get some great nutrients every single day, densely. And um, yeah, definitely start that right away.
0: That's amazing. How can people get in touch with you?
1: You can um, get a free uh, download of my how to set up a healthy kitchen at uh, recipehackersecrets.com. And that's a free gift for everybody here. Or you can reach me um, at uh, Legacy Holistic Health on my business page on Facebook. And uh, on my personal page, uh, I'm at the Naked Veganista on Instagram. Or my personal page is uh, Kimberly Baca on Facebook.
0: We will put all of those links in the show notes. And do you have any upcoming events, anything in the works?
1: We are working on integrating a business success and wellness success uh, partner Sarah Shake and I and we are going to be launching that program and it will be a free three day event so that will be coming up in September. Uh, we're moving the dates on it. So I'm not sure exactly which dates, but I uh, will have that available for you to click on the link and uh, we'll have that. And then in October, I have a VIP retreat and a lake house in Florida. So if anybody's interested in retreats and escape before they do lockdowns again, I hope they don't, but uh, I hope to see you there. That would be great.
0: Thank you so much. I have learned so much and definitely want to stay in touch with you to learn more. Uh, Any final words or thoughts
1: for listeners? Some just simple things you can do right now is get out a erasable marker, write on your mirror, three affirmations of who you are being in your desired, visualized, healthy self. What that looks like and three emotions that you will live each day. Do that daily, keep it on there for a week, repeat it to yourself, read it to yourself and be that person that you desire to be. And by doing this, you will become her or him.
0: I love that. Thank you so much for being here. And until next time, everyone, always stay ruthless. Thanks so much for listening today. Your support means everything to me, truly. If this podcast resonates with you, please do me a favor and join in the ruthless movement by making some noise and doing one of these four things. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Tell a friend so we can break stigmas even faster. Leave a review so people can see what you think of the show. And last, if you want to learn more about me and be a part of the grief hub community, please head on over to the Facebook group. We'd love to have you. Thanks again for spending your time with us and see you next week.